probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to the Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there, and... If you've just closed a shared narrative and you need someone to have a libation with, look no further than the Blyance. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> Mate, boy, I love it. I love it. You're like proud of that one. You're like, yes, another weekend of a Bly pun. <laughs> oh, getting, we are scraping, but we're getting there. We're getting there, mate. We are getting there. We're getting to a lot of things, mate. Like I am absolutely buzzing. Matty boy, how on earth has your week been? It's been um, pretty fly, my friend. Uh, I've had. It's been a good week. It's been a nice, chilled weekend. Uh, uh, so I've been able to catch up on films, been able to catch up on football, been able to catch up on having a few beer skis. Uh, which is what it's all about. Been watching a few Star Wars films as well. But um, no, mate, recharging the batteries, ready for another week and ready for another Monday. We know what Monday brings. Bly time. How on earth are you? Oh, mate, I'm uh, I'm loving it. I was just in Windsor today. I got a couple of days off. Oh, I love and Windsor. Yeah, it was good, mate. Went to the castle, uh, went through, uh, went inside, did a little cheeky tour, like a virtual tour. It was all really social distance and had their processes in place. It was amazing, mate. It, it was really, really good. I've uh, been really in Windsor for years, that. mate. They've got a lovely fudge shop down there. I'll say that. They do, yeah. Well, it, that is, it's, that's the one they make in the window, yeah, right? Yeah, the slabs, yeah. Yeah, that's, I think it's called Rory's or Rollies or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, boy. That, boy. Because there's there's a few of those. There's one in the New Forest as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh mate, it, it is all filth. And oh mate, it's just been well good. It's been well good. Been been seeing. Uh, went went to Blue Water the other day. Never been yeah. there before. So I've okay. seen like a few Mando stuff like pop up there because there's a Disney store there. You know, and it, look, let's let's be honest. I'm just I'm just absolutely hyped and buzzed. For the Mandalorian season two, can't wait, season, mate. Season two, more like two days, mate. Oh, two days to what? It's a Mando countdown. We've got better links than a chain in this place. It's quality. Every time I hear that, it makes me giggle. This is the worst. Two days till the man, mate. Two days until that bubba, until Din Jarin is back. Grief, Dune, 
Gideon, they're coming back, mate. Two days. Two days until the filth, mate. Until the filth. Filthy Mando Friday is what <laughs> we can start calling it. I'm absolutely buzzing, man. I'm absolutely buzzing. Um, and there's there's a few reasons why I'm excited. Uh, last year was crazy. Um, we had episode nine. We got Mandalorian. But to be honest, it, it feels quite nice to actually just be focusing in on the Mandalorian season too and to kind of celebrate that with we're doing something special aren't we mate boy uh yes and i am so very excited to be doing this mate and i will allow you the uh the pleasure of announcing to our wonderful listeners we'll we will have this libation with you guys yeah i mean long story short guys uh yeah mandalorian recap show every friday it's going to be filth, guys. Yes, yes, yes. There's We're another podcast coming up, out. Mate. It's going to be on the Star Wars Sessions feed, and it's going to be called Mandalorian Recap. And we're just going to be recapping each episode week by week. It's going to be filth. It's going to be absolutely fun. You know, these these next few weeks are going to be so Star Warsy, man. I'm I'm so excited, so excited. Yep, cannot wait to get on on a Friday morning talk some Mandalorian with Lukey boy, get it out there with you guys. Cause as we've all said, we don't need to mention it again, but I'm gonna, we all get the Mando at the same time now. So we can talk the Mando. You can come and listen to us. Then you can jump in the discord. You can jump on the socials and you can, you know what we think. And we want to hear what you guys think every week. So uh, look out for that every Friday. We'll drop a message on the socials for when you can uh, expect to see that in terms of time wise. But Basically, Friday, Mando, Sessions, Bly, HUD, check it out. Oh, yes, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. It's going to be absolute filth. Keep an eye out on the socials for further information on that. Uh, but other than that, mate, um, oh, uh, I, think I, can, I think I can hear something in the distance. I can. By Jove, it's Big Ben Kenobi. What does that mean? It's a galactic news round. John Boyega has said that he received full support from his sequel trilogy co-stars after he criticised the trilogy for pushing his character to the side. Kanye West has announced he believes the prequel trilogy to be far superior to the sequel trilogy whilst being interviewed on the Joe Rogan experience. Ewan McGregor wore his Obi-Wan Kenobi Jedi robes for the first time in 15 years on The Mandalorian Season 2 set as part of pre-production for the upcoming Kenobi series. This is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Now, this week, uh, we're joined by a very special guest. He's got a wonderful voice, I'll tell you that right now. But he's a, he's a generally big Star Wars fan from the Emerald Isle, that's Ireland for those who aren't in the UK. He's aiming to raise £2.7 million in less than two years by running the marathon and breaking a world record in the process by raising the most money for research into cancer. He's called Ian Ward, a.k.a. the Mandalore Ian, 
Ian, mate, thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> and uh, can you just explain to our listeners, obviously, why it is you're uh, aiming to raise this money? <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, so I wanted to raise the money because uh, I, I ended up getting um, brain cancer myself a couple of uh, – a, a prognosis of it a couple of months ago. And while I was going in for the brain surgery itself – I had already had a little. I was doing a, a video game, um, uh, a, a video game channel on YouTube, and then I thought oh, I will, I'll do a bit of charity work here while I'm at it because it's very easy to do that in the video game world because you can just do things like uh, if I do if I am able to complete this level in you know five minutes, you've got to give five pounds, you know. So it's very easy to sort of make a fun way of someone to to give money. So I thought, all right, well if I'm already being benefited from the Macmillan. Uh, cancer support society i should find a way to give back to them it's only fair and then when they said yeah you so we've uh, we've done a second test uh, after your surgery which has gone well and your speech has come back really well then uh but unfortunately we can see now that even though we thought it was a benign tumor at the start we can see now that it is actually qualified as uh, something that's stage three so it's a bit more of a, a big deal and uh we have data on 60-year-olds that normally their life expectancy gets quite low at that point. It goes to about six years or so. But because you're so young, we don't have many people who are in have the same uh, disease as you have. So you likely have longer, but we don't know. So at that point, I was like, okay, so uh, I'm essentially like everybody else then in that I'm going to die, but I don't know when. It's probably not going to be soon, but it might be. It's like that's anyone who's going out to like, you know, traffic in the in the morning. So I was like, all right, well, I kind of have this thing officially written on, on paper. So if that's going to happen, I may as well increase relatively how much charity I'm trying to earn. So it's like if you've got a terminal disease, you may as well make a big dramatic uh a charitable attempt and so i started googling around and then i uh, I've, I've run marathons before so marathon was the first idea that i came to i'm i mean everyone knows how associated marathons are with uh, with giving to charity and so i went down to that i looked up what the world record was and i saw it was uh, uh in and around uh, uh, three million depending on which currency you use and so from that i was i started doing the uh, the mathematics of uh, how much I would need every day, and it was like, okay, this is this is achievable. I think maybe <laughs> I'm gonna dip. I'll dip my toe into this and find out how it ends up on the on the end. And uh, yeah, so that's how it all got uh, got started off. It was just sort of curiosity of could this be done? Wow, that is that's so commendable, mate. That is so commendable. And I know it is for me, especially, but for this podcast, and I'm sure our little community uh, at large, it's a, it's a topic, you know, that nasty C word, you know, that ain't, that don't end in a virus. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing, but your attitude is incredible. I just want to say that first and foremost. I love it, mate. And it's infectious, dare I say. Yeah, it, the way you just... <laughs> the good attitude. kind of infectious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. But listen, you know, I don't know anyone who's not been touched by cancer mm -hmm. in, in some way. Like my family, in the space of a few years, has absolutely been absolutely been destroyed by it like i've lost both my parents to cancer i've lost a load of my grandparents and 
it's it's horrible it's not a nice thing but little beacons of hope like yourself it's just it's so nice to see and it's so refreshing to see and you you the way your attitude is it's just it's it's incredible now we we messaged on like a third party um like little forum almost and it? it's called matchmaker fm and it's for podcasters and other people guests to like link up magically and we've been chit-chatting on that and one of the first things you you said to us because that's something that i look after i was like i got this message from you and you were like yes yeah, so i'd love to come on blah 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 i'm like oh yeah that'd be great and you were like yeah i'm definitely a star wars fan because i've got a rebel alliance tattoo well this guy means business if if that doesn't say Star Wars fan, then I don't know what does. But yeah, tell us about does does Star Wars play into any of this journey? Because I know for me personally, last year my family was going through some stuff, and it was actually the lead up to the Mandalorian and the lead up to Episode Nine that actually kept me grounded a little bit. It kept me sane a little bit, and it kept me just focused on something that was just escapism, and it just. It warmed my heart, especially Mandalorian. It just really, really It's an delivered. amazing show, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's incredible, mate. It's incredible. But yeah, go on. How, how does that play into your journey, this journey, you know, your running and your fight, you know, your inspiration? How does that play into it? I think it's just when you, like, like you said, where it sort of, it brings you out of um, a certain sense. And like the whole premise of Star Wars is all about like, you know, the little guy uh, going up against something that's really difficult and uh, daunting. And so you, you sit down and you watch, um, this may sound a little bit depressing, but one of my, the thing that inspired me to get the Rebel Alliance tattoo was actually Rogue One, which like I know loads of the new movies are not the greatest, but I think Rogue One stands out because it kind of has the dark ending to it, which they sort of have to do in order to make sure that the characters are, are not canon in like the, uh, you know, the, the 70s and 80s films uh, to sort of not mention, like, why aren't they here? Shouldn't they be here? Sure. Shouldn't they be, like, you know, in Squadron Red, like, you know, going <laughs> in against the Death Star? And um, so, like, the fact that they all are no longer with us, it's like that they made the ultimate sacrifice. And in a way, I think about that film and think, well, that's sort of, like, what you're doing. And it didn't deter any of them going into the fray. So why should it deter me? So it's, I think that's what the sort of the stem is. And it's kind of had a... A residual effect now because the the uh, tattoo is on my forearm on my left forearm so i see it like anytime i'm wearing a t-shirt which is 90 percent of the time mm. and so it's that sort of thing that there's there's a million little things that um uh give me a, a perk up in order to actually get out and do the runs and do the things that i don't necessarily want to do and that's a little one there it's like a permanent reminder on my um on my on my body it's I could think of worse reminders to have than a Rebel Alliance tattoo, mate, but that's quality. And and what you say is true, though, mate. The whole ethos and the whole backbone of Star Wars is is hope and, like you say, fighting against adversity and overcoming those odds. And it's an emotive subject, but it's a really touching way that you're coming at it. And I agree, yeah, something, something like Star Wars, the escapism it provides and the boost it gives to people just because it's, it is what it, it's, it's fun. It's always meant to be fun and the messages it carries will will endure. And so just like Luke said, firstly, yeah, it's absolutely unreal what you're doing. It's incredible. 
So um, obviously, before we... I thought you meant Skywalker <laughs> <laughs> and Luke Skywalker. So he's actually here. Come on in, mate. No, um, here's your hand. No, yeah. So it's really obviously commendable what you're doing, mate. But and it's, and the fact that Star Wars can play any kind of part in that is is quality, mate. So um, in terms of the franchise, then, mate, you mentioned the Mandalorian. It's coming up. We've got in terms of this recording when it goes out, we've got two days, mate. We've got two days. Uh, I'm guessing you're looking forward to sitting down and checking it out. Oh, massively, massively. The first season, it was just, it was such a relief because, um, like, every time the films come out, I am hopeful for them, but, uh, like, they they sort of have been tricking around a bit too much and, like, not quite getting it right sometimes, and it just, oh, it's like, oh, man, is it all going a, a bad way? Who's at the helm? Is the captain at the helm a bad uh, a bad captain? And then the Mandalorian came out. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. It's not real. It's not real. That's still yeah, ah, oh, brilliant! The whole thing, and yeah, it's great seeing um, uh, Prince Odin back as well. Just like you know, he's like what's his uh, uh, Pedro Pascal. Pascal? Pedro Pascal, like he's such a terrific actor. Everything he touches on is just like you know, he's such a wonderful character in it. He's great in um, uh, what's the uh, the Thrones? Colombian? Well, he's excellent in the Game of Thrones, but what's the one where they are uh, chasing after uh, all the drug Dark dealers off? and? Uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, terrific in all of them. He's even the main guy in uh, from season three mm-hmm. onwards, I think. Yeah, oh, terrific stuff. Everything he does. And and for you, is right now the Mandalorian like that comfort food, that warm feeling of, <laughs> oh, mate, this feels... This just feels filth. Like you've gone out for a few pints and you've come back and you're having a cheeky kebab or something. That's the Mandalorian. What What's the Mandalorian to you, mate? Is that the beacon of future Star Wars? I would think so at the moment. I think it's a way of showing the uh, any other of the directors that were like start stepping up to the plate where it's like, you know, you don't have to do like all these sort of bizarre storylines that are going in this way and that way. If you just go down to the basics of what Star Wars was and just keep it simple, you don't need to add in like the, um, what's the episode one thing where it's like the trade federation are stopping trade in the boo. And it's like, don't they, don't they want trade? Don't they want to trade with people? Man. And, and midichlorians and oh, and the midichlorians. Like <laughs> you not a fan? Oh god. Not a fan of the midichlorians. <laughs> what about the um what about the sequel trilogy in uh, seven, eight, nine, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker? You said, like a lot of people were saying, it's not unfair to say that, that they've had they've had issues or they've been up and down on quality or some things work, some haven't. What were your thoughts then overall on those three new films? Because you said the man, man the Mandalorian, this is the way forward. Uh, whereas the sequel trilogy should have really been the catalyst, but it's had a bumpy ride. So, you know, which one of those three films did you prefer? And, you know, what are your thoughts oh, on it overall? By, uh, by a mile, uh, uh, The Force Awakens was the best one. Like, the, when I first saw it, I went there with a lot of my mates, and uh, when Han Solo first comes on, like, the pair of us all turn around to each other, like, ah, there he is! Like, I knew he was going to be on. I was going into the, into the <laughs> film knowing that he was going to be there. But like when he's first revealed, it's just so amazing. And then the experience when I first watched it, it was just so brilliant. And everybody was talking about it after it's being like, oh my God, believe the hype. But then the second time you watch it after someone says, it's basically a new hope repeated. <laughs> and it's like, no, once I know that, I can't <laughs> unknow that. And then I watched it again being like, oh my God, this is a carbon copy. This is a nightmare. It's so and it's good. like, 
it's so good and then but it's like it's like i can't get that idea out of my head and no matter how much i try hey listen listen hang on hang on hang on where's the scene in a new hope where the kid kills his dad (laughs) there ain't one right all right you got me there there you go, mate. Listen, I've had plenty of these debates with my friends, and they're like, oh, New Hope. No, it yeah, takes Han from Solo, the whole. Han Solo's the mentor. Ben Kenobi was the mentor. They both died. I suppose you could you could put that in there. Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. no, what have I done? Uh, you know, but um, any no, nah, it's it's all good. I Personally, mate, I, I, I love The Force Awakens as well. It gave me all the fluffy feels. And, yeah, it gave me... I don't know. I come out of that cinema thinking, man, that was a Star Wars film, right? And I suppose that was its job because, you know, to do after the prequel trilogy, which was divisive anyway, and people seem to have forgotten that. Like people are like, oh, yeah, bring back George Lucas, blah, blah, blah. It's like, mate, hang on. George was, George is a pretty out there guy. He's an out of the box thinker, right? I don't know if you guys would have actually liked what George was coming up with and and his ideas. But anyway, anyway, those films, they're not to everyone's taste. And that's that's fair enough. It's just funny that it seems to be that The Mandalorian is to a lot of people's taste. And I think it comes down to what you were saying, Ian, is that it comes... It, it it does things just simply, doesn't it? It's just a really simple story. And it's kind of like outside of this family drama that is the Skywalker saga. It's outside yeah. of that. And so maybe it just feels a bit more like, yeah, there's there's nothing really to lose or to gain. It's just something completely different. Are you looking forward to season two, mate? Oh, hugely, hugely. It reminds me a little bit of the way that sort of the Clone Wars and um, uh, just the, the actual show Rebels. Like that's a bit more sort of niche, but it's just like you, it's just an existence in the Star Wars universe. And they have little references to people like um, uh, the whole way through, like it's the, the resurrection of uh, Darth Maul comes into it. And then that also gets uh, shown at the, to be the, the sort of the uh, not really the. Uh, the antagonist, but sort of the, the the daddy antagonist, almost at the end of the the solo film, which was which was good. It was like it was a nice bit of popcorn. It wasn't as yeah. good as the as Rogue One. I didn't find, but like you know, it was a good it was a good film. That's a dirty comparison, actually. Having like Rebels and Clone Wars still existing within that within the realm of the saga, but almost being kind of out there on their own as well, being able to tell their own story. Um, and again, Rebels is to a lot of people is put a lot of people think that show is boss, uh, me included. Because because of that, yeah, it all ties into the bigger picture, but it's its own little niche story, it's its own little pocket in that galaxy there far, far away. Um, yeah. And I reckon if I had first seen Rebels when I was a teenager or like, you know, around 13, I would have loved it so much more. I started first watching it when I was like 27. I was like, watching it on a laptop away. Don't let anyone else see me do this. Exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> Sitting in bed with the laptop angled away from everyone. <laughs> watch it, watch it on your phone. Watch it on your <laughs> yeah. phone while you're on the underground, but you're in a corner. On the yeah, yeah. No one's... Oh, Don't look quality. at my screen. Quality, what are you mate? watching? Oh, uh, rugby, rugby highlights. Rugby <laughs> highlights. <laughs> Big, tough rugby highlights. That's right. <laughs> Just don't look at my screen, please, mate. Oh, mate. Because um, um, you you also mentioned that when you... Uh, going back to the cause as well, when you're getting your mindset ready to uh, get... Because Amer- I've run a marathon as well. It ain't easy. And you do have to get in that mindset. But you said that uh, A New Hope plays a part in your kind of like mental training, doesn't it? 
A little bit, yeah. It's like that sort of thing where uh, when you're when you're actually out running something that I found like a little cheat, it's very cheesy, but it works. So like, give it a try sometimes. Start visualizing that you are like the hero in a film that you're kind of writing slightly yourself. It's like a, a fantasy daydream. So a simple one that is uh, that I've used many, many a time is where I am on the Irish rugby team and it's the World Cup final. <laughs> and it all depends on me keeping up the pace on running in a straight line in order to uh, <laughs> score the winning try. And it, it, it sounds so childish. Like, no, like if you saw it in a, in a film, you'd be like, oh, for God's sake, like, you know, imagining <laughs> like this. But it works. And I do the exact same thing with the um, the flight scene with the uh, the X-Wings. And it's like, you know, the whole thing where it is Luke and he's going down the the, uh, the channel and all the other uh, TIE fighters are behind him taking a blast at him. He's like, uh, Luke, you've turned off your, uh, your tracking system. And he's like going straight down into it. I love that. That's amazing. What about what about the Luke and Yoda scene in Empire Strikes Back? The training in that because like Luke's get becoming like a little bit of a beefcake in that, isn't he? He's like getting on a bit of a sweat. And listen, mate, I've been on your Instagram. I've been uh, I've been a little bit of a ghost looking through that, and you know I can see you're a bit of a beefcake yourself. You know, you like your training. You go to the old gym, didn't you? So I, I do, do you relate to, to that? Uh. Oh, the Luke one. Well, the only thing is, while that scene is class, it doesn't have music. It doesn't have the music to hype you up. And I actually listened to, um, you know, uh, in episode one, the best thing to come from The Phantom Menace by a mile is the, the Jewel of Fates. Yes. It's, I, it is the best piece of music in any of the Star Wars uh, films. So good. Oh, gets you going. <laughs> Man, I've, I've heard so many people say let that when they go to the gym they listen to that. I'm not sure they've all got a little green Yoda on their shoulder when they're at the gym, but mate, that's another way that people can use Star Wars. Get out of there in your in your routines, guys. Put Jewel of the Fates on, and just don't worry. But imagine imagine you're Qui Gon trying to take down Obi Wan. Ignore the bit where he gets stabbed in the gut. Don't worry about that <laughs> bit. We'll just rewind that. But no, yeah, visualizing the trench run. Is a quality. I wish I'd done that coming down the mall in London. Instead, I was kind of limping. I was more like Porkins, the one who got shot down, limping towards <laughs> the end. But, um, but honestly, mate, that is a, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous. Stay on um, target. Effort. <laughs> stay on target. Stay if on you just keep saying that the whole time, stay. Nobody will think you're mad. It's fine. <laughs> That'd be a good one if you knew that your friend was running the marathon and he was like dressed up as a Star Wars character. You have a sign that you just keep holding out in front of him that says "Stay on target." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is quality. That is quality. Listen, Ian, what what character are you do do you relate to the most in Star Wars? Oh, that is a that is a tricky one. Mm. Because it for me it kind of changes and I'm sure, you know, with the tribulations you've been going through in your life, you know, maybe mm. that would be different to say 5 years ago to what it is now. Are you are you becoming a little bit of a Jedi master or are you more of a Watto from Phantom Menace? Ah, no, <laughs> <man. laughs> I don't I don't I would see myself like I don't want to uh, pop myself up like I'm equal to the character just based off of like how much of a scoundrel he is. I reckon I would see myself as more of a hand solo character. Like if someone was annoying me and being like, hey, well, you got to come with me. I feel like I would shoot him first. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like it. That, that's Basically, a pre- sway around there, and then like the same sort of thing. Like you know, thinking I'm going to be really confident with this girl, and it's going to go really well, and then have that have see the girl kiss someone else in front of you, being like, "Well, that backfired," <laughs> <laughs> and then shoot them anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah shoot in the modern anyway. world, mate. Shoot them anyway. That that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Okay, mate. So we're we're talking all about the Star Wars and stuff, but really the big question, the elephant in the room, the rancor in the room, is what Star Wars film is your favourite? Uh, I think I would stick with A New Hope. I have like that was a that was one that I used to watch as a kid, and my friend Rex would come over, and that was like our thing that we would do. We would plug the thing in. VHS and it was like it wasn't until I got a little older that my parents like correct connected the uh the extra DV or not the DVDs the extra uh tapes so it was I only owned the new hope so I just watch it over and over again constantly and then after we'd watched the film even though we hadn't watched uh Empire we would go down on our bicycles and we would try and circle imagine that we were circling around uh, the AT <laughs> yeah. walkers on our bikes being like that we've got the rope around their legs. And <laughs> how how hard could we turn? And then every so often the bike would go and like you know skid out from under us. And then we'd get up and try to do it again to see if we could get like a 45 degree angle of bend around. So it was like reenacting the film. I feel like you could take on the Empire by yourself. Um another yeah, yeah. million dollar question, mate. You've got you've got a couple of credits, imperial credits. You're walking in, but you can either spend them in Maz's castle, the the pub in the Force Awakens, um, or the cantina in A New Hope, where Obi Wan cuts the um, alien's arm off. Which one are you going to go and spend your money in? I I think I would go with the first one, just because I could go over and see, like, you know, okay, well, hang on, are you a human or like, you know, because the hand that you lost looked very beastly, so like, you know. <laughs> Are you like is like one of your legs like are you like that uh, that man bear pig thing from uh, from South Park where like the leg is a man but then the <laughs> arm is a pig and then the other arm is the is the bear like that's what I'd want to do works for me mate oh that's amazing that is now, amazing I have a question for you lads oh Ooh. oh all right <laughs> no, oh, we, we've never had this have we Matty boy we've this never had cheeky. this table cheeky yeah, go on, mate. Go on, Ian. I was watching an episode of, uh, do you know, Pointless, the, the quiz show? Yes. So they were doing this thing, and they had this very niche question, and it was, what is the first word, individual word, that's ever said in, in, in uh, Empire Strikes Back? Oh. The first line of dialogue, the first word of dialogue in Empire. The first word of dialogue in Empire. Oh, Wow. Um, does uh, does noises count? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, what is it? Um, <laughs> um, okay. Pick any What's... word in the English language, and you've got as good a chance of this. I know. Who? Let's hang on, Matt. No, come on. We're 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 we do so. we're, we're clever enough for this. Come on. Um, I got I got it wrong myself. Twist smarter than this. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I was looking for that quote. I'm bad so, with so quotes anyway. So the anyway. comes down, it pans down to Hoff, Hoff, and they're on Hoff. The rebels are on Hoff. Is it before? Do they see the probe droid first? I think the on, probe droid is seen first. Hang on. Didn't, hang on. In it, um... You're on Google. You know, Someone's on Google. I can hear Matt, it in the background. Matt, Matt. No, no, no. Matt, yeah. you know you uh, asked me the other day in one of our games on the show about 
uh, Han asking about Luke outside. Like someone's asking about Luke outside or saying something about Luke outside. I'm pretty sure that's the first line. Right. I'm gonna. Oh, um. You know the one I'm talking about. I know. I know. I know what you mean. I. I don't know. I can't think. So I'm gonna. My answer is gonna be where. Oh, I'm gonna say. Um. Ah. Oh. Yeah, oh, you're both wrong. I was wrong as well. I went with we. I thought it was from the uh, from the Empire going. We found the rebel base. Oh yeah, not. it will. You'll you'll get it now. All right, I'm going to give you a, a clue. Okay, so I can't remember what's it called. The the NATO alphabet. Yep, it's, it's a word. Alphabet, that, yep. The phonetic alphabet. It's in that. Alpha, alpha beats alpha. Eh, wrong. Beta. No. You can't just Mike. go through the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie. Mike. No, you, you, I bet you will. You will kick yourself if I tell you this without getting it. It's the base, isn't it? It's the base. What's the base called? Echo, base. Echo, base. Echo. Echo yeah. is correct. It's Echo. It's the base. Echo, yes. base. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt's got like it. jumping around all over oh, the place now. He's got his yeah, little lightsaber. Yeah, me. My kid's just woken up. What's up, Dad? Oh, nothing. No sweat there, guys. We had that. You know, everything's fine here. We're all good. Wow, that's amazing. Right, okay. So <clears throat> back to more serious stuff. Ian, <laughs> you're raising this money brilliantly, mate. And you tell us about um, who, where the money's going what they do because we've got a lot of international listeners they might not even know what this charity does um and then tell us how anyone can help contribute to this amazing cause oh well because i was uh, my whole plan of this was to do it through uh through social media i kind of felt thought to myself okay well if i'm doing it through social media you never know where this is going to pick up it's probably going to be in english speaking um country sing is how that's my only language that i speak i don't even, I don't even speak any irish and so i was like all right well i may as well cross all my uh all the places where it will go to so i went to the american cancer society i went to the uh cure for cancer australia i went for the uh british cancer Re- uh, cancer research uk and then i went for the irish cancer society and i was like all right it's all for cancer research so you as the whoever is listening the way you want to donate you choose if you uh, feel like um yeah you're an american and that's the charity you want to go to then fair enough or like if you're irish but you think that like you know add the brits do a better job do that <laughs> and like you know <laughs> whatever way you per- the person wants to donate then they can do that and um it's all based through uh just giving uh just giving.com which is the a, a very simple uh organization service where you just sort of tell the the story of what you're doing uh usually why you're doing it and then someone donates to the charity through uh through your thing no money goes anywhere else except 100 percent into the charity that is uh, being donated to and the whole purpose of the sort of through something is because it uh, it shows what is the uh the money uh, goal that you're trying to achieve and how far along you are with that so it will have um three million uh depending on which currency and then it will say like okay you've raised uh a hundred thousand which is uh, i don't know one percent and uh, on and so it goes so it, and then also when someone donates themselves their their name goes up and they can usually write a little letter saying like you know uh here's here's half a million i hope you don't succeed you know <laughs> whatever, whatever they want to do they can, they can say whatever they want 
and uh, I like or, it. I like it. Or like you know, or just uh, I also think that it's like you know, if I was a billionaire, I wonder would I find someone and like as soon as they start doing this sort of charity thing, just give them all the money that they're looking for already, and be like, there, you're done. <laughs> Get on. <laughs> no more. Get on with it. Yeah, no more effort. <laughs> I don't want you to post any more videos or anything. Because the person, like, if that happened to me, it would like, it would be like, all right, well, that's a great success in one way, but it also like, I don't have anything to do now. <laughs> Please, everyone, it's... still chuck money. I suppose. <laughs> just don't chuck it all at one go. <laughs> now, I've, I've used just given. It's very simple, like you say. You just go on. You choose your currency. You you pay your money. And you write a message. Um, what's the link to that one, then, mate? Oh, well, the easiest way to go through it because the uh, the uh, I I started my own uh, website just to sort of siphon people in the right direction. And if you could just go on to uh, curecancerordietrying dot com, and then if you click over to the about us, the about us is the only thing that's uh, that's relevant. The rest of it is just uh, it was a template when I started making it, and I made it the one time and I was like, I'll finish it off later. And it's been like a month and I haven't finished it. Yeah. Off. <laughs> so, so if you go on there and go straight to the about us, that's where you can get the links to uh, Facebook. See just what's going on at the Facebook at uh, YouTube. Those are the big things in social media that I'd be using the most um, for sort of uh, trainings getting on uh, playing computer games uh, all that sort of jazz and then you can also see all the links to the individual pages for whatever currency you want to use to go onto the just uh just giving page so that is the uh the one and only link you need for all things ian and cancer wow cure cancer or die trying.com we'll link that in the episode description guys as well but go check it out guys please do go and if you anything you can give please do consider it Wow, yeah, and even brilliant. like uh, that's one thing that I'm trying to push to people the most is that uh, regardless of whether you can uh, give financially or not, I'm sure with with uh, the COVID disaster, there's loads of people that are out of it. But the way social media works, as I'm sure you guys know, is like the more followers someone has, the more followers they will get because it acts like a sort of a, a gravitational pull. And it's the same with like a planet. The larger it gets, the more mass it gets. So even if you can't give yourself, if you are just interested in following the journey and you click on like and subscribe and the rest of it, all that jazz, it might then attract somebody who is like, you know, financially able to uh, help out with that sort of thing. And so you have actually contributed to doing that by just watching, by just being a part of the audience. Wow. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. We love your message. We love your personality. And obviously, the force is strong with you, Ian. Ian, keep us updated, mate. Keep us in the loop. And let's get you back on another time, yeah, mate? Oh, yeah. I'd absolutely, I'd love to do one of the, um, one of the marathons. I'm going to be doing loads of marathons leading up to it. And I will 100% be dressing up as a Star Wars character. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yes. Yes, mate. That is fantastic. That Thank is you so much for lighting up our week, mate. You're you're an absolute pleasure. Keep doing your thing, mate. And uh, thank you for all your hard Cheers, work, mate. mate honestly. Yeah, delighted to be on, lads. Delighted to be on. Man, a full speed with you, mate. And also to you. Hello, this is Ahmed Best. I am Jar Jar Binks in the prequels of Star Wars. And you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, which is probably the UK's best Star Wars program. What an inspiration and what a man Ian Ward is. Ian, thank you so much for coming on the show, giving us your time, sharing your story. Guys, the links will be in the link 
be in the link in the episode description if you want to support Ian further or if you just want to keep abreast of what he's up to. But um, I'm sure you'll agree, Lukey Boy, that uh, that was a wonderful chat. Oh, mate, I'm so glad we had that chit chat. It was deep, it was personal, and it was full of bants as well, full of that Irish charm. Absolutely loved it, mate. That's it. And uh, we know that sometimes the Irish like to have a little tipple. So let's go and do that right now. And it just so happens to be our favourite drinking hole is just over there. It's the Bantina, shall we? Let's do it, mate. Look at those muscles. Uh, So as we do, if you're new to the show, each week in the Bantina, we sit down with a couple of Kef beers with the greatest listeners in the galaxy. Spoiler, that's you guys. And we take your thoughts and opinions on our main discussion. Uh, But in this case... We thought we'd ask you for your favourite Star Wars one-liners and quotes, just to shake it up a little bit. So here's what you guys came up with. Yes, we got some spicy, spicy opinions. And actually, this kind of caught fire on the old <laughs> yeah, socials. Like, there were le- we got literally hundreds and hundreds of millions of comments. Literally. <laughs> literally. Um, no. First up, legend. Nor how. She chose no one's. Ever really gone. Oh, That's it, guys. We're ending it there. Yeah, see you later, guys. Yeah, see you later. No. Uh, going on, Robert Lawson said, Chewy always has the most... The most Oh, most That's it. I was reading that like M-O-T. I was like... I was like... He needs uh, he needs an MOT on his car. Oh, pardon, no parler français. Most just for every situation. Uh, Welsh Wookie chose. Uh, that's not how the force works. Uh, Sean Wars chose. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Paul Buckle chose. Would anyone care for some tea? IG-11. Ooh, Mando quote. And OT next went for. Didn't we just leave this party? Han. Oh, yeah. Boom. Our boy from Down Under, Darth Dildo, chose, do it. Make the sacrifice. <laughs> and I am the Senate. Johnny Olaf, the South End Sultan, chose, I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. Matthew Bell went for, do or do not. There is no try. Alex Jessup and Sith Slayer 246 chose, I have a bad feeling about this. And Mark Walker went with, we're all fine here. How are you? These, these are great. Yeah, there are so there are so many flipping good lines in this. Uh, 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 up next, Essex Scott ninety seven shows execute order sixty six. Uh, Bespin Bulletin, our boy went with hello there. <laughs> uh, Dimsky picked that won't be necessary. We need a statement, not a manifesto. Oh, Belgian bond. Uh, absolute filth. Fly on the wall podcast from Down Under chose boring conversation anyway. <sighs> Zoe Duncan was torn between, but I was going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. And aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Great choice. And Lewis Sop chose this party's over. <laughs> yes. Mace. Mace window. Mace, Mace window. Mace window. Mace do or do not. There is no try. And finally, uh, we had uh, Matthew Pavely. Pavely Amadola chose, there's always a bigger fish. 
up the shrimpers picked Diwanawanga. Emily Bonner loves another happy landing. Matilda Backlund chose the greatest teacher failure is. Film Joe 12 chose, why do I get a feeling you're going to be the death of me? Twin Sons Collecting. He went with a, a, uh, a good one. He said, not if I shoot you, which was from uh, Solo, a Star Wars story by Moloch, who Twin Sons said was an absolute baller. And my brother, <laughs> Sean Hudson, went with, we are what they grow beyond. And I hate sand. Oh. What a smorgasbord of wonder. And that was just some of them. We've had to omit quite a few. So guys and girls, if you did send them in and we haven't <laughs> listed them there, do keep sending them in. We had so many to get from. And I hope you'll agree that that particular bunch was spicy, at, spicier than our train. Oh, mate, the spice train is in full effect, and I'm loving it. Mandalorian season two. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Up next, as our filthy part of the Bantina, it is, of course, the Patreon questions. Who doesn't love a Patreon question? After all, our patrons do such spicy little questions. Uh, To kick us off, Sammy Cudmore says, picture this. Picture this, mate, boy. Mm-hmm. It's January 2020. Mando season one was a smash hit. John and Dave come to you and have a favour to ask, a cheeky favour. John says, hey, Matt and Luke, we've already started filming season two, but we need your help with something. Dave quickly chimes in. We haven't chosen a name for the child yet. Will you help us name the baby? What would you name the child. I mean, I love how Sammy's just painted this picture. It is absolutely incredible. Matty boy, what on earth are you saying about this amazing question? Mate? He's painted the picture now. I've actually, I actually believe that Dave and John have just come up to me, especially after the, the narration you've just given there. I felt like I was in there. I felt I was there. Uh, what would I name the child? Uh, Rudiger. <laughs> if anyone's seen The Simpsons, you'll get that reference. But Rudiger. Or um, if you want to, if you know me, you know how much I like a pun, you know how much I'm a big fan of Luke Bly, I would name the child Bly. Simple as that. Little Bly <laughs> running around. Yoda, Yaddle and Bly. Nice. That's it, Bly. Nice. Bly. Spelt B-L-I-G-H. Ah, yeah, man, because you've got um, Clone Aww. Commander Bly. is B-L-Y, so that's he's already taken dibs on that. So we go full Bly. That is absolutely adorable i can't even lie matty boy i feel privileged so (laughs) thank you so much that's all right um mate you absolute lad um i'm gonna go for something really uh a little bit out there um (laughs) you might know him you might already um have heard of him um but he's in the past he's sadly history and it's almost like passing on the baton. Um, baby's going to be called Stig. The Stig. <laughs> some, so, some say he's, he's a four sensitive 50 year old baby. Others yeah. say he's the Stig. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I think little Stiggy. You know, you can call him little Stiggy. Stig. Stiggy fly. Yeah. Stig from Top Gear, isn't it? 
That's it. <laughs> from Top Gear. Matty Boy knew he was on that straight away. Yeah, or Stick in the Dump. Stick in the Dump, yeah, for those um, who saw that on Saturday morning after school and the kids' TV. Now and well now and um, well. Mate, stick of the dump, well creepy, creeped the hell out. Stick of the dump was proper odd, wasn't it? But kids' TV back then was was weird. It wasn't like it. To be fair, I've had to watch my fair share, and whilst a lot of it is, uh, let's be honest, nauseating, there is some bits which are quite like. There are some bits that are still quite creepy now. Some of the stuff that kids watch, but um, when our little baby comes on screen in two days, all I'm going to be thinking of is, oh look, there's Stig or Bly, and I'm going to be really weird when they call him the child. Like, no, no, he's Stig, isn't it? So. You've put that into my head now. Oh, mate, I've just Googled Stig of the Dump, and it's so creepy. Oh, guys, check Google Stig, Stig, S-T-I-G, of the Dump. Uh, and just check it out. That's what we have to put up with over here. But also, we want to hear what you guys think. Sammy, everybody out there, what would you name the child? You've been given that very specific job. We want to hear your ideas for the child's name, or as we know him more colloquially... Fabiola, what do you guys think he's called? So we've gone for Bly and Stig. Can you beat them? This is the way. So, uh, Sammy, mate, thank you so much for sending that one in. Uh, and our next one is from uh, the King of Austria, Bernd Schoeninger. And he said, Would you consider doing a public viewing of Mando Season 2? We could use the voice channel, should be renamed to the Bantina, by the way, on the Discord. Maybe do it every other week to cover two episodes. Have everyone syncing up their Disney Plus on the TV or laptop and chatting away on the Discord. We're doing this currently with our local tabletop and board gaming group and it's great fun considering the options of meeting up personally in these times. Let's hear your thoughts. Let's be having you. Um, well, I think we kind of answered that up top, but Blado Ren, kind of a public viewing of Mando Season 2. Well, because we're doing the Mando recap show, it's like we'll be with you wherever... Um, but like I said earlier, like because this is such a rich like Star Wars time, um, all I will say is, I, I, we, obviously we can't announce right now any dates, but I really like your idea, um, Burnt, and I would definitely love to do something uh, with our community, you know, our Discord server, our patrons. Um, so yeah, watch this space, mate. But I think it's a fantastic little idea. Um, but even even so... Like the last few weeks, I mean, it always is spicy anyway. But the last few weeks, like the the Discord server that Burnt is on with us on our um, sessions Discord server, it has been going off. So if you guys want to get involved in that fun, if you know you're in lockdown and your place is having a few more restrictions again, you know, and you're thinking, "Damn, I'm not going to be able to see my mates as much as I used to," you know. Come and have a little cheeky chit-chat with your virtual Star Wars geeky mates. It's, it's a good load of fun. Uh, so all you've got to do is message us on socials. Say, hi, Luke. Hey, Matt. Uh, what's the Discord link? And we will uh, we'll admit you to the filth. Matty Boy, what are you thinking on this question, mate? Pretty much what you said, mate. If we weren't doing the Mando recap every Friday, then this would be more of a goer. Uh, so that's kind of where we're standing on that. But like Lukey said, there are there are you know options. We'd love to get more involved with, um, the, or get the Discord guys involved in something along with the Patreon um, team as well. So I mean, I had I've got a few ideas for how we can link them into the Mando, but um, that'll all be happening off air and um, for fear of disappointment, I shall uh, mention it with Blilo another date. But it's a good idea, and anything that can help build this ridiculously cool community that. 
um, this pod has managed to garner anything that can make that bigger, better, more collaborative, or just get everyone involved. I'm all for. So, uh, firstly, thank you, Bert, for the idea. Secondly, keep sending your ideas or collaborative ideas in because um, we'll all, we, we are all ears for things like that. Even though we are obviously we are, you know, we're we're, we're piloting the Falcon. Now, sometimes we sometimes even the pilots need a few nudges every now and then. So, um, so Mando recaps where it's at at the minute. But yeah, we'd love to get people more involved as well. So, like Luke said, if you want to get jump on the Discord, just send the socials. Or, or one of us a a question a, a request and we'll get that link over to you as soon as we get your message, guys. Oh yes, 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 yes! What a spicy bantina it has been, and a good bit of uh, good bit of crack, good laugh before Mandalorian season two. Yep, I cannot wait. So patreon.com forward slash Star Wars sessions. If you want to go and see what we've got on offer there, we have three shows a month exclusively on there for you, plus pictures. Sometimes you have videos, sometimes you have polls. We've got the commentaries going up. We have a lot of good stuff going up on there throughout the month and throughout the year, so uh, keep your eyes glued for that. But the uh, drinks are empty. Uh, Sorry about the mess, bartender. For the Bantina, we will be back next week when we're living in Mando times. the Star Wars Sessions game! Star Wars Sessions game. Ah, Star Wars Sessions game. Ah, are you ready, mate, boy? <laughs> yeah, I'm always ready for your games, mate. Oh, mate, that's right. Another week, another Star Wars Sessions games. You know it. You love it. This time it is my turn to host. Uh, Matt, we've got something a bit special lined up for tonight, you know, because it's Mando, season two, week. Um, It's a spicy one, mate. We've, We've done this kind of thing before, but I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. It's the return of the Matt. Um... Yeah, I thought you'd like that. I like that I one. Like that. Matt, I need you to use your imagination, mate. Okay, right. Tune we in. are now we are now in the Star Wars Sessions game for episode 87. It is 87. It certainly it? is 87, mate. Yep. 87 episodes 87. in. That's mental. Um, <clears throat> you are in the game. In fact, Matty boy, we're role-playing right now. And you are a Matalorian <laughs> in the Star Wars. You know, this ain't no laughing matter, mate. You are, you are a Matalorian. You are in the okay. Star Wars I'm universe. In. You are in the Star Wars universe. And you are in a cantina. You've just been to a bantina. Forget it, mate. Been nuked, been blown up. You're in a different cantina. I mean, you're in. I mean, you're in a cantina in Naboo picturesque Naboo but you're not in a nice cantina it's a filth cantina and you walk into it don't get many uh, Matalorians around here someone in the corner says to you you look at them and you say you want a drink over your head <laughs> the, the person who said that backs off they back off you go up to the bartender because uh, you've heard there's a few jobs going what do you say? 
So I'm going to go up to the bar. I'm going to put my arm down. Say, I'm new around here, and word ha- word has it you're employing, and I'm the man. For, I'm the man with the talents. What say you? Ooh. So I'm going to roll for this. I've got some virtual dice. By the way, did you know that Google has a dice system now? I didn't even have to get my dice. <laughs> no. Like they have a. If you just type in virtual dice. Um, on Google, it now you can select. So it's really handy for people who play um, board games That's and, and cool, tabletop. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm at the bar. I'm at the bar. I'm propped up against yeah, the bar. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm rolling for it, and yeah. you rolled. You rolled a pretty high score there. So you go through, and he goes. He goes to you. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy out back. His name is Lethus, and uh, he's offering out jobs. But you better be quick because I think he's uh, I think he's got to get out of town. Okay, so he's got a Lethus alone. <laughs> he's got he's got a Lethus you alone. <laughs> no, actually, don't do that. You've got to go up and chat to him. But it's up to you, mate. You're gonna go chat to Lethus, or you're gonna uh, you're gonna you're gonna talk to this other myriad of people around. Well, the fact that Lethus has to has to jump town very quickly makes me skeptical. So I'm not entirely sure his line of work is going to be beneficial to me. Well, it's your call, mate. It's your I'm reputable. Call. I'm reputable, mate. There's music going on in the background. What are you doing? What music? I'm trying to work out. What the, I'm trying to work out what the music is in the background. Oh, I'm saving it. Is um, bing bang, bing Put me in a good mood, mate. I've put me in a good mood. I'm looking around. I'm trying to find the what the person who I think looks the most trustworthy. Okay. All right then. Uh, so I'm going to roll you for that, and uh, as you're doing it, <laughs> as you as you look around, um, you catch the eyes of uh, this 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 big brute, and uh, yeah, he's he's looking at you, and he's like, "What are you looking at?" You know, it just his his face just says it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you do? I well, I'm not going to be one to turn away from a fight. I'm going to approach the guy and ask if there's anything I can do to help him. He stands up. He is an absolute unit. He is a beefcake. And he looks at you and he goes, Achuta, Mando, Mato. Not Mato. (laughs) (laughs) And you... I'm going to ask him to politely say again. (laughs) Politely say again. Let me roll for that. Oh, okay. Um... He just says, a tutor, Mandu. I'm going to be honest with him and say, I don't understand your your language, but if we could, if you'd like to sit down and share a libation, I'd be more than happy to talk about work with you. Oh, I've rolled. He reaches for his pistol and he draws it out. And he's going to aim at you, Matt. He's going to aim at you. Yep, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm shooting first. I'm shooting first, mate. I'm going to roll for it. Oh, and you get him, but you don't. You you shoot him, but you get his arm, and he falls to the ground, and he's crying like a little baby. What do you do? What are you doing, mate? The the music stopped. People are like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? You know, this isn't a boo. This isn't a Tatooine cantina. What are you doing, mate? I've got to stand my ground. Anyone else? 
Oh. I'm going to lay the gauntlet down, man. I'm I'm there for work, but I'm not going to be intimidated by thugs like you. It worked very effectively. (laughs) (laughs) A a gunshot to the arm is quite effective. So, uh, really, you've gone to this canteen. You've gone to... (laughs) You've gone to get work for a bounty, but what you've done is you've put fear into the cantina. <laughs> there's this guy, there's this Mandalorian that's come yeah. in, and he's the boss. So what are you doing with that power now, mate? I'm <laughs> I'm turning on its head and asking if anybody wants to come and work for me. Oh, yes. Yeah, All I'm right. recruiting, and I'm taking okay. a share of the money. Um. And it's it's actually pretty effective. Um, a a girl who's a master at uh, Terrace Carsey, she's a human. She comes forward and she goes, "I will work with you. I've never worked with a Matalorian before." And she throws you a wink. Hello, what have we here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't work. She goes, "Oh." She goes, actually, you're a bit of a creep. And uh, <laughs> she she uh, she walks away. But suddenly, as she walks away, you turn around and there's a cloaked figure where there was a table and people have moved from it. People are silent. There are people gasping. They're turning around. What are you doing, Matt? Hello, what have we here? I say, oh, can I help you? Simple. I'm on, I'm a man of power, but I'm also a simple man. Can I help you? <laughs> I'm a simple, powerful man. <laughs> Look, you know, I'll, I'll I'll shoot you in the arm if you cross me, but I would also give you the chance to explain yourself and who you are. <laughs> yeah, you say it in those words. <laughs> I am I am a reasonable man, but I will shoot you in the yeah. arm. <laughs> the guy turns around. And before you know it, you see, you see a a, a small glimmer, a small glimmer. It's a pint glass and it's coming right to your head. It's JJ Abrams and he's about to put a pint over your head. What are you doing? This one's for the rise of Skywalker. Pew, pew, pew. You shoot. Where are you aiming for? Where are you aiming for? I'm aiming for JJ's arm. You hit JJ's arm and it bounces off his Beskar armor. <laughs> and before you know it, bang, pint over your head, Matt. I'm so sorry. You have a pint over your head and it turns out Matalorians are allergic to lager. <laughs> and that's it. And you go out, you jump out the cantina, you're like, flipping, get away from me. And you jump into one of those lovely rivers in Naboo. Oh, I was, I was and, hoping uh, for the Twilight Keelan back. On the plus side, the campaign can continue another day. But on the plus side, there is a cantina on Naboo that, um, you know, fears you. Good. So, good. unless JJ's around. Yeah. JJ Abrams always gets a pint over someone's head. It's a thing. It's a fact. So oh, multiple people at times, yes. That didn't quite go the way I planned. I thought you were going to go for the bounty, to be honest, mate. But that's not a problem. That is not a problem. Um, I had no beauty. idea where that's going to go either. That's the beauty of role playing, mate. You know, if you don't want to do the job, fine. 
that's cool. If you want to go shoot uh, some random bloke in the side of the arm, you can do that. That's Matt Hudson, everybody. He's a certified G. <laughs> Loony. Well, I thought I could go for the bounty, or I could, or I could be the man who gives the bounties. And I thought let's let's try your luck here. Let's see how far I get with actually trying to you know be the main man for once here. Come on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You did well in that, mate. You did well. And I love the little virtual Google dice thing. I think that's the highlight of my week, mate. No, I'm going to check that out later on, which is how sad I am. (laughs) Oh, mate. Mate, what a show. Absolutely loved that. Ian was an absolute legend. We got great comments, great news. Mate, it's just that Mandalorian season two. I'm just... I don't know. I'm absolutely buzzing for it. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. The vibe is there, mate. Uh, I agree, mate. Ian, you're a king. Thank you so much. Once again, guys, the links to support Ian in any way will be in the episode description. So keep those. Keep your eyes out for that. Wonderful game as ever. Blilo Ren is a king of role playing games. And yeah, like you say, it's Mando time. By the time episode 88 comes out, we're living in a Mando world. Episode one of the Mandalorian will be out. Episode one of the SWS of the Mando recap will be out. You know what I mean? Everything, everything changes. We've had a year of getting hyped and getting excited for the Mando. Who's going to show up? I know we're not going to get all the answers in episode one, but look, the journey begins again, or let's not call it that. It's, it's chapter nine, as it's going to be called. Some some people might say I'm a Mandalorian boy in a Mandalorian world. <laughs> Just a Mando boy in a Mando world. <laughs> I am just a Mandalorian boy in a Mandalorian world. What what else am I meant to say? I don't know what else. The I'm Mandalorian. Meant to say. That's but, what. But apparently, chapter nine is going to be pretty long as in terms of episode duration. So I'm pumped for that. But guys, honestly, get hyped with us. We can't wait to share the Mando with you for the same time uh, at the same time. Sorry, uh, in a <laughs> above board world. So check out the Mando recap every Friday. Look out on the socials for that. But that is that. For this episode of Star Wars Sessions, number 87, where the spice train is choo-chooing all the way to 100. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. On socials, we got a Twitter, at Star Wars Session, with no S at the end. We got an Instagram, at star wars sessions and we got a swanky new email address <laughs> yes we wait do. wait wait for it guys wait for it it is hello there hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk yes. that's right hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk just send us an email just just congratulate us on how good our new email address is hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk and like we said earlier if you want to support the show further please consider checking out our patreon at patreon.com forward slash starwarsessions hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk uh, we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Bullhorn. Everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, you will find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcasts. It's awesome. We're on there. So if you do have a spare minute, please consider dropping us a review on there as well. It helps the show out. It helps us grow. helps get more listeners. And we love hearing from you guys each and every week. 
Absolutely. And guys, those Apple podcast reviews, they help us load. So if you listen to us on an Apple device or if you have an Apple device, heck, if your partner or someone in your household has an Apple device, leave us a review. It helps us more than you know. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell your nearest Irishman, tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier tell Stigger the dump tell him this is the podcast you're looking for so until next time when we're living in a Mando world from me see ya and from Luke may the force be with you always Luke this is the way Pescati Bolognese Essex-based podcast heroes... Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>